0: Good evening, everyone. <laughs> see you there. See you, How you doing? Good evening. Thank you all for tuning in to the first annual Cable Boys Ace Awards, which we need to stress has zero affiliation with the Cable Ace Awards. We tried; they turned us down. We even got a cease and desist letter from Ace Hardware's Employee of the Month. <laughs> oh, this is some great copy. Anyway, let's see. Anything uh,
1: exciting happened this week? What's going on in the news? Oh yeah, a coup in DC.
0: <laughs>
1: Hundreds of pro-Trump protesters stormed the US Capitol, causing Congress people to run and hide and breaking glass and vandalizing walls, all because they're upset Donald Trump lost the election. Afterwards they all met up at Olive Garden, which caused the restaurant to change its slogan to, When you're here, you're fascist. There might be some
2: common ground there. Their opposition isn't against pasta. They're just anti f <laughs> uh,
0: There were a lot of them, though, apparently, in D.C. They filled up the park around the Washington Monument like George Washington's pubes. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Sadly, this was the first time Trump could legitimately brag about his
1: crowd size. And would you believe Trump struggled to denounce this? Struggle. At the end of his speech, he spoke directly to them and said, we love you, and you're special. So you know Don Jr. and Eric weren't involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <burr. laughs> but enough about politics. Hey, the Democrats won the Senate. <laughs> yeah, both won the House Georgia's bluer than Mitch McConnell's hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no more politics.
1: We have a great night ahead of us. Lots of stars in attendance. We've got Jan Michael Vincent, direct from the bar, a freshly deceased Tanya Roberts, and RoboCop is here. Though, I gotta say, Detroit really hasn't kept up with his maintenance with uh, defund the police and everything. Poor guy has more rust on him than Natasha Henstridge's career.
2: Uh, Uh, I see Tom Cruise is here. Last we heard from him, he was yelling at the Mission Impossible crew for not wearing masks. Yeah, not COVID related. He still thinks he's shooting eyes wide shut.
1: Eyes Wide Shut, of course, was the legendary Stanley Kubrick's last film. He died just six days after screening a final cut. It's like he made his own personal The Ring. <laughs> By the way, real quick, who, what, what talk show host are you guys in your head? <laughs>
2: I, I'm uh, trying so hard to, after every single line, uh, not go like, you hear about this? You guys see this? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm just going to be fucking uh, uh Burt Reynolds from that one award show. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I,
1: yeah. Let's go. Um, I am. I even think I wrote these in the voice of Bill Maher. Like, this is more yeah. real time than uh, the Academy
0: Awards. All right. Back to it. All right. Here we go. Hey, Gizmos, here hello little fucking green little fucker. Cute. Cute little guy. But remember, don't give him uh, anything to eat or drink after midnight, or y'all. Turn sinister. Violent. Out of control. Gremlin. tar women. In other words, he's like uh, Robert Blake. Uh, that was
2: uh, Bert Reynolds, and apparently he hasn't seen the picture. He doesn't know Gizmo is not a gremlin. <laughs> he's a mogwai. Here's a joke for you. What's Vic Morrow's favorite competition-based cooking show? Oh, I know this one. Chopped. No, he doesn't have one. He died before reality TV. You know, folks, we've had a lot of fun this year talking about John Landis and his Twilight Zone whoopsie-daisy. He killed more people than OJ, and I'm not talking about the commodities market.
1: But nobody killed more people this year than COVID. And not just people. No, COVID has been rough on businesses. Disneyland has been closed all year. The park is completely empty. Speaking of empty, things are normal over at Knott's Berry Farm. They're like, hey, it always looks this empty, but I kid them. They actually have a really great roller coaster. It's got a huge lift hill where you can see the entire parking lot. And when you get to the top of the hill, right before you descend hundreds of feet at 90 miles per hour, there's a little speaker box that tells you how much the employees make per hour. It's terrifying.
0: Well, that was a that was a journey. Was there a joke in there? <laughs> there were a couple. I'll, I'll circle them right now. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> the fucking just rant against nutsberry farm. <laughs> Poor Knott's Berry farm over there. Like, hey, we got poison berries. Anyways, Ma- hey Ma- folks, Ma- Ma- Edward hey, Ma- Reynolds Ma- here again. Yeah, movie theaters were uh, hit hard this year. You know, no movies theaters. I haven't seen a movie this. I haven't seen a movie theater this empty since Cats open. Yep. Everybody was stuck at home, sitting on the couch, watching endless amounts of content no hopes of ever going outside again. Or as uh, Julian Assange calls it. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday.
1: Cuties was easily 2020's most controversial movie of the year. Thousands of people canceled their Netflix subscriptions due to the movie's depiction of scantily clad young girls. Not everybody hated it, though. Bill Clinton called it the feel-good movie of the year. One CEO of a major airline said no flight service would ever show the film, which the Lolita Express replied with, hold my sippy cup.
2: (laughs) One of the movies we watched this year was about an army of overweight white clowns descending onto a city and wreaking havoc. For a movie about an alien circus, it was a little
0: on the nose. (laughs) We watched a lot of inappropriate movies this year. Violent movies, movies with dirty words, and don't forget the nudity. A boob here, a tit there. One movie even had a penis. Oh, wait, that was a Zoom call with Jeffrey Toobin.
1: Finally, David Carradine sent a message saying he really wanted to be here tonight, but he got tied up you' that, that TV. TV.
0: Welcome to the Cable Boys and the Cable Ace Boys Awards. I already did this intro once but I'm doing it again because we're the, still the only podcast about movies.
2: That's right, Justin. We are just three head-up-our-asses critics who like to watch movies from back in the day that were inappropriate for one reason or another and then rank them based on different categories.
1: Yeah, Yeah. movies like Die Hard, uh, Bikini Car Wash Company 2, Sheena, Ice Cream Man, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Trading Places, a whole bunch of fucking movies. We watched 40. We did four or this is the 40th. I don't know. We also we shit. also deleted a couple episodes. We watched a lot of movies over the course of 2020. We really, really did. A, it was really a great year to start a movie podcast. <laughs>
2: yes, my my question is, what have you all learned? I learned that puppets can also get venereal
1: disease.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we learned that a couple times.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this this might be the only podcast to also talk about puppet sex on the reg (laughs) this is our oscars for lack of a better term we can't use that our super bowl maybe Mm. our big game our wimbledon uh we have uh i don't know how many how many uh we have a bunch of different categories and we're going to uh give winners to all the movies we watched over the years some of the categories include uh best actor obviously best actress What's going on? What's so funny? I
0: was thinking it'd be really funny if we just said the category, said who w- were the nominees, voted, and then moved on without any commentary. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode was just <laughs> 12 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: like how the Oscars originally were. Yeah. Where they, just, they just showed up at the Beverly Hills Hotel and they were like, here you go. Yeah. Rats gone with the wind. <laughs> This episode would
2: basically be the podcast version of this could have been handled in an email. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay.
1: I think it's great. Let's get right into it. We're gonna go to the best actress category. And With the, our
0: host for introducing this Jamaican uh Mike Postolakis. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, here we go. Just so the listener knows, I've not applied any sort of makeup. <laughs> This is strictly sure. this is strictly vocal. I think vocal is still okay. Best actress man. Oh, it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not okay. okay. Just regular mic. Just regular mic. Okay. Jodie Foster for Silence of the Lambs. Faruza Balk for The Craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Elizabeth Shue for Adventures in Babysitting and Farooza Balk for Return to Oz. Mm. Our only two-time nominee, I believe. Wow, double.
2: Yeah, looking at the list, uh, she is uh, the only one nominated for two roles in the same category, Uh, though there are other actors who could have been nominated and just aren't good enough.
1: And the winner is Jodie Foster. Wow, amazing. Yeah, great turn. Congrats to Jodie Foster. Congrats Jodie
2: Foster. Uh, she won uh, scored two to one. I voted for Feruza Balk, uh, specifically for Return to Oz, just because of the amount of promise that she was showing.
1: Mm-hmm. So much
2: that she would be nominated later in life. I think she did a heroic uh, portrayal for a 10-year-old. Incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah she was good. good. That leads us to the male category. Uh-oh. Best actor. And the nominees are Robert De Niro, Deer Hunter. Malcolm McDowell, A Clockwork Orange. Sir Ben Kingsley, Species. And Christopher Kid reed from House Party. And the oh. best actor, he beat a Sir, a multiple Oscar winner, and Stanley Kubrick's best friend, Christopher Kidd-Reed. Wow. wow. Kidd does not
2: play when it comes to acting.
1: He does not. Uh, I, I think that that's well-deserved. That, that was not Bobby D's best performance, obviously. Um, I thought it was funny that we picked... We did have Sir Anthony Hopkins that we could have put in there that's in a legitimately great movie. But oh. we went with but we went with Ben Ben Kingsley for species, which is garbage. Yeah, I don't know why
0: he how we got that.
2: Yeah, unlike unlike the Oscars, uh, you know, we don't think 16 minutes of screen time is nearly enough to be best actor.
1: Yeah. Uh, but congratulations to Kid. Again. Um, big fan, big fan. He's got his own weed company now, kid, Kid and Blaze. We'll give them a plug. He also has a uh, Instagram that uh, he actually responds to, whereas uh, Bobby De
2: Niro is nowhere close to that. Yeah.
1: no, Yeah. So not saying that that plays a part in our voting, but it doesn't not not play a part either. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, kid. Come on the pod. Yeah, please. Okay. That brings us to uh, maybe one of the most fun categories. Mm -hmm. The best kill. Now, I do believe we actually have to set these up, so people know what yeah. the hell's going on. Absolutely. So, the nominees are from Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the shadow puppet. Justin, go ahead and explain what happened there.
0: Uh, so, there's a montage of different uh, deaths going on in Killer Clowns, these Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and one of them is a, uh, a people are watching, uh, or oh, no, I think it happens like twice, actually. But mm-hmm. essentially, the killer clowns make shadow puppets with their hands, but the shadows actually are able to kill people. So one is made into like a dinosaur that chomps some people who are waiting for a bus at who midnight. Are waiting for a bus, yes, <laughs> yes. Very inventive, very inventive. Yeah, yeah.
1: Our next nominee is from Silent Night Deadly Night, which we just call Antlers. Kevin, you little twerp. You want to go ahead and tell us what you (laughs) saw? (laughs)
0: Uh,
2: I absolutely will. A a buxom uh, woman is getting just uh, pounded on a pool table. (laughs) And then... (laughs) She hears the cat outside uh, despite the fact that they turned the volume up so the kid going to sleep upstairs uh, would not come down and see them. Uh, She opens the door topless. Uh, The Santa killer comes in, chases her around, picks her up and slowly, uh, uh, I guess, uh, makes the antlers of a mounted uh, uh, (laughs) deer go through the stomach. Also, uh, not, not, to, not to say that it's better than the shadow puppet, but we do see a shadow shot of the antlers. So this has yeah. both Santa tits as well as antlers and impaling. So, uh, so yeah, she, she dies and then is uh, just hung up to dry.
1: Yeah. Uh, those antlers aren't even sharp, by the way. And our next nominee from Predator, Carl Weathers. Justin, you want to go ahead and take that
0: one? That's Carl Weathers getting sh- both of his arms shot off. Just one, just one. Yeah, that's basically, basically gets his arm shot off and keeps shooting, and mm-hmm. he looks like a like he fucking took a old like He-Man character and ripped off one arm because he's so buff. Yeah,
1: pretty iconic scene though. Yeah. And finally, our nominee, and I'll take this one. It's from The Last Temptation of Christ, and it is Christ on a cross. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who died for our sins, I'm specifically looking at uh, the both of you, uh, was murdered by some people. We don't have to get into who who killed him. It's not important. Um, And he was, uh, yeah, he hung up there for about two days with other common crooks until he was finally uh, laid to rest in a tomb. And he came back to life in three days. But for right now, this is part of best kill. Oh, we had a we had a switcheroo. I, fr- I forgot my numbers. Oh, we wow. have our first. Yeah. Well, they, I didn't explain it to him, so they don't know. What, they won't know what that means. And the winner is Carl Weathers. Wow. After a lukewarm introduction of <laughs> Justin Aparta.
0: And it kind of goes without saying, you know, it's kind of a cool scene.
2: I mean, it was really cool. He got one arm blown off, but that didn't stop Carl. He just kept on firing with the
1: other machine gun that was around his shoulder. But what was the final kill shot, right? He just got. I think he just gets like stabbed. He gets around. shot again, right? Yeah, yeah maybe. I, but he, I, he's not the guy that gets his head blown off, right? And we're all no. confused. No. That was Bill Duke, right? Yeah. Should should we watch it real quick? He does die, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Our first controversy. Uh Did I say Best Kill was the most fun? Because I was wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Our next award is definitely the most fun. We probably should have uh, explained this. I think uh,
2: once we had our first snafu, we realized we should have. Uh, We are each voting uh, from three, two, one, either the numbers one, two, three or four denoting the different nominees. Uh, If two of us pick one, it wins. If we all pick separate ones, then uh, the odd man out wins a Cable Boy's ace. (laughs) Uh, We will uh, make a JPEG of the trophy (laughs) and email it to uh, whatever your name is at Mm gmail.com. And hopefully it'll make its way to you.
1: Now, there was some controversy there because... uh, do award shows have like sports like where it's the uh, the coaches sit down afterwards and explain their decisions? <laughs> uh, the press the press conference. Kevin, you originally were with me and wanted to give the award to a dying Jesus Christ, but then you switched <laughs> mid you took an eraser and just went and you put yeah. up two. so
2: you wanted the antlers, right? I wanted the antlers, but also, uh, you know, I had my own come to Jesus moment. (laughs) I I realized that uh, to vote for that death uh, would be to condone what the Romans did. And I can't, I cannot stand
1: by that. That's right. All right. Best nudes. This is a scene where somebody got naked in a movie. Mm. And the nominees are, from Trading Places, Jamie Lee Curtis's Near perfect knockers,
2: mm-hmm.
1: from under siege, former Baywatch babe uh, Erica Leniak's popping out of the cake scene. From Species, uh, Natasha, Natasha Henstridge's hot tub scene, and from Bloodsport, the supple ass of Van Dam. JCVD. The winner, the best nude award goes to Erica Eleniak. Yes, yes, indeed. The first breast that
2: I saw on screen with my dad in the lazy boy next to me.
1: I, without a joke, tried to visually calculate which one I masturbated to the most. Oh, yeah. And Van Dam didn't come up last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still like in monologue mode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right our next award is for best song this uh
2: this category has a lot of honorable mentions uh be because there there is there are songs interspersed through throughout the great pictures that we saw uh such as the dragnet rap at the end uh the souped up <laughs> disco version of dragnet at the beginning. Uh, some, there were some titular songs and Killer Clowns and some others. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the house party battle rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it all came down to these four. And I, I think we're, we're all fans of every single one of them. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how it turns out.
1: Our first nominee, Macca, Sands the Beatles, Paul McCartney's titular song for Spies Like Us. someone took your plans away so what's all of us there ain't nobody our next nominee from silent night deadly night this movie racked up a lot, <laughs> a lot of nominations really uh, yeah by uh the warm side of the door by morgan ames I
0: Side of the door. Where the fires bright
1: and it's burning every night. What a song. Our next nominee from Adventures in Babysitting. Babysitter Blues. By that guy that by that guy who uh Pizza Man. Pizza Guy, Pizza Gate. <laughs> uh, was that
2: was that like. Flagpole Sitta? <laughs> the baby Sitta blues?
0: <laughs> and it's so hard. And it's so hard.
2: Babysitting these guys.
0: She got the...
1: And finally, our fourth nominee from Meet the Feebles, That Rat. Right. No, oh, yeah. the fox. The fox. Yeah.
2: Yeah. His name is Sebastian.
1: With his wonderful song called
2: "Sodomy," where he sings it atop a staircase that he does not descend.
1: <laughs> that really stuck in your craw. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. If you have stairs, you better you should, but it walk up them or walk down but, them. <laughs> but that seems to really just chap your ass a little extra. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. If you went to see Bette Midler and she started at the top of a staircase
1: and then at the end was just helped down on a ladder. Well, if you're if you're my dad, you would be more concerned about the body talk.
0: <laughs> Don't worry about hell. No harm will come to your soul when not all Pentecostal. But
2: everybody got gone awesome. Bingo oh, bango. Oh yeah, two, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah Obviously. Well,
2: yeah. Congratulations, Morgan. Morgan Ames, the warm side of the door.
0: That should have been like okay. A, like a hit. Like if you would have told me that was a 70s like AM classic, I'd be like, alright. Yeah.
2: It is it is so like. It's so fitting. It's so Christmassy. It makes you feel warm inside. Warm side of the door. And it Love really it. is a curveball for anyone watching <laughs> Silent Night
1: Family <laughs> Night. Okay, our next award is uh, the what the fuck moment. This is pretty self explanatory. <sighs> this these are for uh, this these nominees are the scenes uh the the most made us say, hmm. Mm -hmm. anybody Mm -hmm. else want to add on
2: oh i
1: I spaced out yeah okay cool yeah all right our first nominee is from trading places dan Aykroyd in blackface man jamaican (laughs) blackface jamaican blackface
2: early front runner irie irie irie
1: our next nominee um this is kind of a an overall sort of thing which is uh, it's it's from Return to Oz, and it's uh, when Kevin pointed out that uh, young Dorothy makes mention that the munchkins are no longer around, then that is never resolved, to which leads the viewer to believe that there was some sort of munchkin holocaust where they were all incinerated or shot at a brick wall or something, but they're dead, baby.
2: It, an entire civilization of people were wiped out, and I think what's even worse is we don't know how it happened. <laughs> like, at least, at least if they told us it was uh, it was a fire gun and they yeah. were incinerated, yeah. then we would have some peace of mind. Uh, unfortunately, our imaginations
1: are just left to run wild. Uh, our next nominee is a is a real puzzler. <laughs> it's one of our favorite moments of the year. I'm not saying it's going to win, but I. I, I, it does make me laugh every time we think about it, and it's from Ice Cream Man, and it's when Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> just my said-
0: my favorite thing I've watched all year.
1: Just <laughs> said, fuck this movie, I'm going home, or to the bar, probably.
0: Well, you, you put it in our notes, it says, John Michael Vincent and the zombies. They're not zombies, if you remember correctly. <laughs> right. They're just people <laughs> at a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> A seemingly abandoned mental institution. <laughs> who are still there? <laughs> who, are, who are supposed to be?
2: <laughs> anyway, the the fourth uh, fourth nominee, is the Vietnam section of Beat the Feebles, uh, where they do Deer Hunter. But let's get this vote over with. Yeah, yeah, Eight, yeah. Two, one. Uh, yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Big That's ups! Big there. ups to J- Jan Michael Vincent. You do you, baby.
0: It's when I will always compare any moment in a movie where it's like a what the fuck moment is in my head is the Jan Michael Vincent <laughs> Ice Cream Man moment yeah. forever. It's always going to yeah. be compared to that of like yeah the that actor thinking what was he doing and really none of us um,
1: suggest watching Ice Cream Man, but just fast forward. I think it's like two thirds of the way in the movie, just to watch a human being be like nah, no, I don't yeah you're rolling I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, like, so wish to be able to plug him and that attitude into so many different movies. Mm-hmm. You know, just like uh, like uh, Black Hawk Down, like him just walking past all the Somalis, like, just not giving a shit.
2: Well, um, uh, the Cable Boys are very happy to announce uh, that we will be giving next year the Jan Michael Vincent Memorial phoning it in award <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was a good laugh but sadly <laughs> sadly we have to go to the in memoriam section of the uh, award show very sad gotta take it down a notch and this was recent but we lost what i consider a member of the cable boys family uh, a beautiful star i mean i think we lost her Has anyone checked the news it's touch and go yeah <laughs> She died, she came back, like Jesus. Uh, But it wasn't Jesus. Tanya Roberts. We'll miss you, girl. But we'll always remember your contributions to cinema. And of course, your catchphrase, freeze. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, let's lighten this up a little bit.
2: Uh
1: And we're going to give out... The first annual Cable Boys Dan Aykroyd Lifetime Achievement Award. There's no voting here. We've already decided
2: who it is. Uh, part of the Lifetime Achievement is uh, just for a storied career making films that would be covered on this podcast. We had Spies Like Us, we had Dragnet, we had another one.
0: Trading Places.
2: We had Trading Places. <laughs> And I'm I'm sure many of his other films could, in fact, be covered by this, and I'm sure we'll get there eventually.
1: But the winner of the first annual Dan Aykroyd Lifetime Achievement Award goes to my hero, Chevy Chase. Good job, Chevy.
2: Needless to say, this is uh, totally expected on my part.
1: I also would like to thank Ernie Kovacs. I swear, Ernie Kovacs, I'd like to thank. And Lauren Michaels, thank you. Anyway, best, biggest snub. Yeah.
2: We're, we're getting out ahead of this one. Uh, when yeah. people watch award shows, they, they wait to hear the nominees, and then they take to Twitter incensed uh, that their favorite picture did not get nominated for a single award. So we're getting out ahead of this. This is the biggest snubs of 2020.
1: This award goes to somebody who will not win an award. Go ahead and wrap your head around that. Our first movie, Dick Tracy, which again, that merchandise, I think, is still up for grabs, right, Justin? Yep. The pencil. Kelly Williams has got the Mm t-shirt. Our second movie, RoboCop. Our third movie, the one I like, Kevin hates it, Gremlins. And our fourth nominee is the Massage Neathon, the last Boy Scout,
2: <laughs> which is oddly
1: uh, similar to Toyotathon. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wife beating to remember. All right, three, two, one, go. So that's one, two, four. Gremlins oh, is the oh, winner. Oh. Gremlins what? got the biggest snub. Uh.
0: All we all chose different things chose- wow yeah
1: i chose uh, dick Tr- i chose dick tracy i guess gremlins was
2: a little bit of a snub in the kill category uh, for all the gremlins yeah Hearing down santa
0: claus and murdering him <laughs> yeah shooting a lay out a lot of good a lot of good kills <laughs> that old- uh,
1: a lot of good kills but you can't you can't beat killing jesus that really changed history all right moving on speaking of great picture we're gonna what? move right to Best Picture.
2: We're already here. Wow, uh, this uh, this award show is flying right by.
1: Yeah, don't you wish all award shows just flew by? Yes, yeah, seriously. Also, uh, the only movie podcast award show to not have any political speeches. Oh,
2: what do you what do you call our opening monologue?
1: Yeah, how's that? Well, being? those were jokes. I'm saying, like, when somebody gets up there and they're like, right, you know, like nobody okay. cares. Nobody cares. That's why your viewership goes down every single year. It doesn't even make sense. Like, Frances McDormitt was like, inclusion writer. Remember when she said that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Which was like, don't do a movie unless it's all all across the board diverse, which that's fine. Great. Well intentioned. But her own husband, like the Coen brothers, they haven't put a lot of uh, non whiteys, non honkies in uh, their movies.
2: Well, no. Her big thing was that uh, she said something that sounded—it sounded like it was a political statement. She said representation, and it was like in the midst of like a lot of talk about how uh, different groups are not being represented. But then she continued the sentence talking about her literal representation, like talking about her agent <laughs> and, and her manager.
1: Actors are the worst. the worst and we're three of them so we know from experience (laughs) all right so where are we at oh i gotta do the nominees all right
2: best picture
1: nominees for best picture 1988's action blueprint die hard 1991's silence of the lambs stanley kubrick's once banned movie a clockwork orange and my favorite movie growing up House Party wow. Justin you're uh, on mute by the way
2: uh, before we vote I want to remind everyone uh, because this is best picture uh, we have to take how we felt uh, at the time into account um, and so I went back and looked at our popcorn reviews for these movies for Die Hard Justin gave this a fucking popcorn I gave it a zebra, Post gave it a, fuck you, fuck. (laughs) And then he threw his headphones in anger. He broke them. He put them back on and he just said, I give it a Mm P.O.P. A clockwork orange, Justin gave it single popcorn on a windowsill, backlit trained crow comes in, sits, (laughs) looks at it for a few seconds, (laughs) takes it, flies off, Finn. I gave it popcorn molded into a pair of breasts on display at the Louvre. Hmm. Post gave it, sitting with your buds, eating popcorn, and your friend is like, let's drive out to the country for a bit of in and out, and you don't want to be friends with them anymore, but the popcorn was pretty good. (laughs) Uh, This is also our only Best Picture nominee that we had a guest on, uh, so big ups to Derek Miller uh, for suggesting... Uh, for suggesting this movie. He said, close up on a big grubby hand digging into a bag of popcorn and we see it going into the mouth over and over again quickly and we hear a thick cockney laugh and you pull out and we see his face and a single tear falls. Uh, For Silence of the Lambs, we had our first ever triple double popcorn. All three of us gave this movie a double popcorn. As for House Party, Justin gave this. I was thinking about popcorn puns, and I wondered if or- Orville Redenbacher ever thought of changing his name to Orville Redden Popper.
1: Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's my review. This is a good show. I don't know why people aren't listening.
2: Uh. Honestly, uh, since I listened to that show, you could go back and listen to the reviews. Like after this section, you you basically said that you said this is a good show. I don't know why. I don't know why more people don't listen. And then uh, and then we like pondered. Wait, are we the house party of podcasts?
1: We still are i think we might be the house party three at podcasts
2: <laughs> uh i gave this film orville Redenbacher bag of popcorn it's good but i don't have the deep-seated attachment to the movie and then post uh wanted to give it a zebra we discussed that that was chasing a dream it uh didn't exist so you and then fucked you me said, later then you said uh when you stay at a friend's house with good snacks and they bring out the popcorn, and then you give the side-eye to the kid who his dad never has good snacks. (laughs) And one time he took you to Wendy's and said, hey, everybody want Wendy's? And then uh, made you guys pay for your meal.
1: Yeah, fuck that guy. (laughs) That that
2: review still stands. So with that all in mind, Die Hard, (laughs) Silence of the Lambs, Clockwork Orange, and House Party. The winner is Die Hard. Die Hard. I stand by my review. I gave this film a zebra and it should stay that way. Uh, a zebra really means something uh, in the world of our critiques. So mm-hmm. congratulations, Die Hard. A flawless movie for our purposes.
1: Mm-hmm. I am very happy with that pick. I did choose House Party, but uh, I'm, I'm, I ain't mad at Die Hard winning. We're going to go to the opposite end of the spectrum here.
2: And I, I have popcorn reviews
1: for these as well. Oh, how fun. <laughs> this is the award for the best worst movie. This is the one. We watched some stinkers, some bombs, some flops, some turkeys. This, these are the four worst. The nominees are Ice Cream Man, Sheena, Bikini Car Wash Company Two, and multiple nominees. <laughs> <laughs> Silent Night,
0: Deadly Night. Ooh, it's like the La La Land of our awards. Just and I, I
1: really, I everybody. have not thought, I have not thought about this award. So I really am going to think about it while Kevin reads the uh, popcorn reviews.
2: Yeah, uh, this this is very much the crux mm. of our podcast. I feel like uh, this award is part of the reason we started this in the first place. Um, and so uh, give it the weight that it is due. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was the one who suggested Ice Cream Man uh, and that reflected the popcorn reviews. Justin said, I give this movie a fuck you, Kevin. <laughs> and then Post said, you're not gonna believe this. I also <laughs> gave this movie a fuck you. <laughs> and then I chimed in to say, guys, This is unprecedented. (laughs) Just as I say into the mirror every morning when I wake up, fuck you, Kevin. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sheena, queen of the jungle, Justin gave this a C. Post gave this a P. I gave this bad popcorn. And uh, (laughs) and the person who brought it to our attention, Angel, gave this a full two Orville Redenbachers. Mm. wow. Uh, Bikini Car Wash Company 2, Justin, said this was like going through your couch cushions looking for the remote, and you're like, what is this? When did I eat popcorn last? It reminds you of a better time in your life, but it's kind of gross now. Uh, I said I had no choice but to give this a whole cut into the bottom of a popcorn bucket. Pure titillation, no redeeming qualities beyond that. Post gave this straight across the board popcorn. This is why we play the game, he said. Finally, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Justin gave this a P-O-P-C-R-O-N, just a slightly misspelled popcorn. I gave this, you're on a diet and you're hiding the fact that you're eating popcorn from your girlfriend who's also doing the diet with you, and so you sneak down into the basement and you're a dirty little boy eating that popcorn. And Post gave this eating popcorn on the couch and it's a very big bowl and you get lost in what you're watching and you realize that you ate a whole large bowl of popcorn without even realizing. it.
1: Big winner tonight. (laughs) Silent Night, Deadly Night.
2: Silent Night, Deadly Night is the parasite of the Cable Boys Ace Awards.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kevin Ah. and I both both, uh, voted for Silent Night, Deadly Night. Justin came in with Ice Cream Man.
0: Sometimes the Academy gets it wrong, you guys. You know, just that it happens. What can I say?
1: Ice Cream Man is very, uh, it was terrible. So, I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's, and it does give us the, the greatest scene of all time. The Jan Michael uh, zombie scene or sicko, <laughs> sicko person yeah. scene. But there's just a special, like, oh, I don't know how you describe Silent Night, Deadly Night that was made by maybe a potentially psychopath? I don't know. I think what it is is that
2: Ice Cream Man is a hint self-aware even if uh, Jan Michael Vincent was not. Uh, And so uh, the fact that Silent Night, Deadly Night was made in earnest uh, gives it the edge for me. But really all four nominees uh, should just be so proud to be nominated. I Mm -hmm. I think they, they did a tremendous job. I love each of them in their own way and they could have won if not for such stiff competition.
1: Yeah. And speaking of stiff, again, rest in peace, Tanya <laughs> Roberts. And probably half the cast of Bikini Car Wash Company too. Well, I don't know. Let's not look that up. they I've tried. They're not on Google or social media or anything. They these people just disappeared. I think they also were left they part of the left behind. Yeah. Guys, I think we've got one more award. Is that Ooh, correct? Yeah, I believe that's true. Perhaps the most important one. Uh, this is for the best movie podcast. Ooh, wow. Ooh. Spanning across the internet, all platforms, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, that Spotify, weird, that weird one that's like anchor where it's like just say anything into your phone and upload it right <laughs> do you guys know what i'm talking about
0: no but can they host us
1: <laughs> yeah literally because you, it's just an app you get on your phone and it's like you can just be like uh, I, I think the clinton's killed everybody and then upload it that's, that's parlor your... that's parlor yeah to the nominees <clears throat> from the ringer network the rewatchables from Earwolf, I believe, because I finally listened to one to make sure we weren't uh, ripping them off, which we are not. We are not. We are going to keep the Everyone's a Critic segment because they only read what the person says about that movie and then they move on. it's just Kev-
2: do Amazon reviews. Are yeah. you, that's not a segment.
1: No. But There's as, no purpose. As Kevin pointed out, the crux of, of our bit <clears throat> is I don't care what they think about the movie. I want to know what they think about... Uh, air fresheners and bird baths and other nonsense. Innocent, vindicated, totally exonerated cable boys. Yeah. But we nominate them anyway. Uh, how did this get made? From, I don't know where this is from, actually. Doesn't matter.
2: Film oh, spotting.
1: From, uh, WBEZ Chicago. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Like public uh, yeah. The Film Spotting podcast. Actually, a very good, very good podcast. And finally, your fourth nominee from the Believe Podcast Network, Believe in the Cable Boys. Wow.
2: Yeah. Uh, first of all, in honor to be nominated.
1: Yeah, totally. That's <laughs> just <is> true. <clears throat> that, they're, that somebody is paying attention to us uh, just means the world. Fuck all me. right. <laughs> I can't believe it.
0: <laughs> we won. weird that we were even nominated in the sense that we're the only podcast about movies.
1: Yeah, we still are. Right, why'd you vote for a different podcast then? Because it's not real.
0: None of the other ones are real. Like, If you're listening to this, you shouldn't even go look for them, because they don't exist. I don't don't understand
2: your reasoning there. We're voting for the best movie podcast. Cable Boys is the only movie podcast. How could you vote for the award of which we are the only one and give it to another podcast?
0: It's a fair point.
2: Well, we won, but I feel like we lost.
0: (laughs) So do our listeners. Oof, this award show went downhill. La La Land!
1: (laughs) oh uh, well, anyway <laughs> <laughs> um did anyone prepare a speech oh i forget
2: <laughs> well i didn't realize
1: we were gonna win yeah, yeah. why well, i mean you still prepare one right uh, i mean yeah. look at you know speaking of burt reynolds he thought he was gonna win for boogie nights you know he prepared one and then when he didn't win and he just sat there stewing remember that when robin williams was like oh, oh my penis oh i won uh, and burt reynolds was just like it was great it was classic um all right well that was the that was it that was the show that's the first annual cable ace boy is it cable boys ace awards cable ace boys awards uh we
2: we should give like a slight speech in that like thank you uh believe uh for believing in us yeah uh, and, and hosting our show yeah also thank you to all of the great guests that we've had on uh-huh. uh, who've given their time uh such uh, wonderful people as uh, we should read a list of them.
1: Well, you said Derek Miller.
2: Derek Miller, Matt Jones, uh, Timothy Simons, Justine Smith, uh, Kelly Williams, uh, all of our significant others. Uh,
1: Chris Reinecker. Andy Sinclair. Scott Cushman. Let's not forget about Scott Cushman. You never could.
2: Casey Trela. Yeah. Uh, uh The Happy Campers in 3D fame.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: a lot of uh, a lot of great guests and uh we're fortunate to have them um both as friends and guests and you know what you little shitbag listeners are- <laughs> 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 we uh we owe you a spot of gratitude too
1: huh? You well, yeah li- we sure do yeah i know you're just sitting there listening to us playing playing with your little ding-dongs but uh
0: just flicking it around just flicking your little ding dong back and forth sitting in the bathtub listening to the cable
1: boys (laughs) punching your your little hostess dessert (laughs) this is the clip i'm gonna send believe (laughs) that they asked for (laughs)
0: all right
1: well we're gonna take uh roughly a month off thereabouts give or take uh a year and uh <laughs> too real <laughs> and uh we're going to do some a little bit of retooling not as much now that i know we're going to keep everyone's a critic but we're going to do a little retooling we're going to do a little create a little music try and make a little more production value
0: into this um let's just come back as a sports show because there's no sports shows on podcasts <laughs> would we be the only sports podcast i think would be the only sports podcast
2: yeah, let's let's start a new company called Only Media. <laughs> and we'll just do shows that no one's done before. That that actually sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Vacuum Productions. We think about it, we look around, there's not there, so we we fill it.
2: So go ahead and write in uh to mm-hmm. our Gmail, uh cable at gmail.com and tell us uh, a subject that you've never heard a podcast about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Could be cars, could be uh, life help, you know? Food, like food. Politics. Yeah, oh, oh there should be a politics one. Yeah. That's a, that's a good idea.
2: Or just like interesting anecdotes, like maybe yeah. like three stories tied together, woven uh, by, I don't know, somebody who sounds like Ira Glass.
0: Or like a yeah. recap of like the week's events. That sounds like a good one too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah totally. Uh, so pay attention to our Instagram, at CableboysPod, and we will announce when we, we be coming back.
2: Yeah, uh, so go ahead and follow us on Instagram, like all our posts. Uh, send us uh, tasteful nudes, please. Yeah, please. No like,
1: ones. Like boudoir. Don't send us, no. like, a, a grainy. Like, no,
0: just spread butthole super close.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, wow, we don't. that's Justin's Instagram. We
2: don't want your fucking iPhone five photos. Upgrade <laughs> already. It's if you get a new plan, you could get a discount on a new phone. Learn it. Uh, but go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. And for all of the cable boys here and at home, I'll say to you, uh, have have <clears throat> fun the next month or so, and fuck off, eat shit, die. Stay tuned. Bye.